Do you feel stuck in your life, career, or business? And are you ready to take things to the next level? If we haven't had a chance to meet, my name is David Trotter, and I'm a transformation coach passionate about helping people just like you rise above your biggest barriers to reach your greatest goals. My superpower is helping people experience tremendous breakthroughs in a short period of time. If you give me 12 weeks, I'll help you launch that new project, go after that better job, or overcome that challenge in your business. To find out how I can help you, head on over to insporising.com slash coach. That's insporising.com slash coach. It's to truly invest in your business. This is a good time to take a good look at what's working or what's not working regarding your bookkeeping or your tax situation and work with a professional. Um, another great resource would be to work with a business coach or a marketing coach to help them grow their business. Welcome to Inspiration Rising. My name is David Trotter, and I'm a business growth consultant. I'm passionate about helping business owners just like you rise above your biggest barriers to reach your greatest goals, all without the paralyzing overwhelm, feeling all alone, or wondering what the heck to do next. I'm a former pastor and a serial entrepreneur who's passionate about personal growth because that's what's helped me cultivate peace in my life and empowered me to love my amazing wife, Laura, of 26 years and our two almost grown kids. So if you're all about business, personal growth, and peace in your life, you're in the right place. I'm super glad that you're here. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Inspiration Rising. Hey, if you're a small business owner, no matter what type of business you have, maybe you have a brick and mortar store, a little store in a strip mall or in, I don't know, out by itself, or maybe you have a side hustle selling crafts or baked goods. Maybe you're in direct sales. Maybe you're a coach or consultant of some sort. My guess is that the pandemic has impacted your business in some way. It's definitely impacted mine. And sometimes as small business owners, we get so excited about all the things that are going on in our business, getting stressed out about those things that we don't necessarily think about or want to think about bookkeeping and taxes, something that's very important. Now, I got to tell you, I hate everything associated with bookkeeping and taxes. That's why I have not done my own bookkeeping and taxes for the last 12 years of owning my own business. It can be a giant headache. You know I'm right. Come on now, give me an amen. Now that's exactly why I wanted to have Liz Cruz, owner of Tax Time 365, on the podcast to share with us five tax and bookkeeping headaches to avoid during the pandemic. Liz has a very fascinating story. Her passion for numbers began as a teenager, probably around 13 years old, she said, helping her mom balance the books for her mom's catering business. And she's worked in the financial services industry for the past 25 years, and she now offers bookkeeping and tax preparation services to small business owners and individual households. She'll even do your taxes for you if you're just an average family that you don't own your own business. She does that nationwide. Now, you may have heard episode 144 entitled, How You and Your Business Can Stand Out from the Crowd. On that episode, I highlighted Liz as one of my clients in the Rise Up Business Academy. Now, in this 12-month group consulting program, I help business owners develop what I call a standout statement to clarify exactly who they help and what results they provide. 
Let me read to you once again Liz Cruz's standout statement. She says, I help female business owners maximize their income by paying the least amount of taxes legally possible while reducing their stress so they can actually enjoy their business rather than worrying about their finances. Isn't that amazing? It's so good. It's so clear on who she helps and the result that she provides. So my hope is that during this short conversation, it will uh, raise your awareness of some bookkeeping and tax issues that you may be facing because of the pandemic. All right, let's jump into my conversation with Liz Cruz. Well, Liz, thanks so much for taking some time to hang with me today. I appreciate it. Thanks. It's great to be here with you. Yeah. All right. I want to know, as someone who's been doing bookkeeping and tax preparation for many, many years, and, and I know that you focus uh, primarily on female solopreneurs, which is very interesting. Like I never even knew that a tax preparation person or bookkeeper that would kind of niche down like that, but it, it makes sense. What are the unique challenges that solopreneurs and even small businesses face when it comes to just everyday bookkeeping and tax preparation? Regarding the bookkeeping, many times they forget to record their um, expenses properly or how to manage how um, keeping track of their open invoices. So being able to stay on top of it for them and help them manage that really alleviates a lot of headaches. I, I mean, I have never done my own bookkeeping or taxes. I did my own taxes like early in marriage when it was like no big deal, like two, you know, lower income people just trying to, you know, it was, it was easy. You know, what do you call that? The 1090 form? Is that what it's called? Uh, 1040. 1040. 1090 is what you get when you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at that. I don't even know what I'm talking about. 1040. Okay. <laughs> so um, uh, I did it then, but then when I was a pastor for 10 years, obviously I had someone doing the bookkeeping and all of that. And then when I started my own businesses like 12 years ago, I've always had somebody do a bookkeeping. I can't even imagine being a solopreneur and doing my own bookkeeping and taxes. I mean, I guess people do it just to save money, but it just seems really overwhelming to me. It's so true. Um, Many times it's over their heads. I mean, it's been able to help customers truly focus on their passion and let me handle the other half. And it helps alleviate a lot of stress. Yeah, absolutely. So when you work with a client and you kind of alluded to it there, like what is your ultimate goal for her? My ultimate goal is to have them pay the least amount of taxes and be able to maximize on their income. Now, when you say least amount of taxes, what are you doing here, Liz? Are you doing some shortcuts, some, some super <laughs> like ninja moves? or Not at all. Just allowing them to truly maximize their deductions, deductions that you may not think about that you can use to reduce that tax liability. Sure. Okay. Because that's like your thing. Like that's what you're focused on all the time. You know all the rules, regulations, and deductions. And as a business owner, solopreneur, you know, we're oftentimes focused on how do we grow our business? What are we doing for our clients? We're not thinking about taxes and bookkeeping all the time. So we may miss something is what you're saying. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So we're in the midst of, now people may be listening to this at different times, but we're still in the midst of the stinking pandemic mm-hmm. and we're recording this in September, 2020, um, which people are now going, okay, end of the year is coming up, thinking about taxes How has this pandemic and COVID um, possibly impacted my business in terms of taxes and bookkeeping? What are some of the headaches that business owners need to avoid as they're thinking about bookkeeping and taxes in relation to the pandemic? In relation to the pandemic, truly, if you applied for any kind of um, 
SBA loan or payroll protection, um, that can affect your, your taxes in the end of the year. Um, I really would like to talk to somebody who they did do a, a payroll protection plan, that they understand that they have a, a clause in that loan where they can you know, write off, have forgivable up to 75% of that loan. But provided that they hit, you stayed within the guidelines, and that's where your bookkeeping comes into place, because I'll be able to then book that those funds in the right category so that they can show their lender that they use those funds for that purpose. So that's okay. one area that COVID has um, added a little bit more um, policing, if you will. So the, if they got a PPP or payroll protection program loan? Yes. Plan. Yeah, and they call it a loan, but it's forgivable. You're saying 75%. I thought it was 100% forgivable. Uh, nope. 75% if you've maintained your salary and or your employees on, on the books. Okay. And then the SBA loan is more of a, that's a long-term business loan. Correct. Um, Correct. Okay. At, a, at a lower rate, yes. So if you took either one of those things, that is going to impact your bookkeeping and taxes, and you got to make sure that you're like following the guidelines is basically what you're saying. That's correct. Yes. Okay. What's another headache that uh, solopreneurs need to avoid? Very commonly, especially if you're a solopreneur and um, is making sure you have separate bank accounts, one for your personal and one for your business. You'd never want to commingle your funds. You can create a big headache with IRS. Um, You'll have inaccurate books and you'll have inaccurate information when you do your taxes. So, so I highly recommend have a separate bank account only for your business. Okay. So let's just say I'm starting a business. I'm doing like a uh, network marketing or direct sales type thing. Mm-hmm. I've signed mm-hmm. up to sell Roden and fields or whatever it's called, you know, all that face stuff. Yes. <laughs> um, or let's say I am starting to sell crafts at a, you know, on Etsy. Okay. And I'm not, I don't have a, I don't have a uh, business license. I don't have, I'm not incorporated. Um, I don't even have business cards. Okay. Do I need a separate bank account? Yes. Why? You don't have to go to the bank and, and say, I need to have a business account for this other account. Basically, you just want to have it separate. So that in case you were to be audited, your records are all in one place. And it shows that you did not commingle your funds with your personal finances. So you don't have to be um, incorporated or have a true business, but it'd be good practice to just keep it separate. Okay. And, um, and all of this, it feels like a lot of the things that we do in terms of bookkeeping and taxes is all just in case. Just in case that deadly like piece of mail arrives in your inbox, right? Like that's, Correct. it's all just making sure that you've got your T's crossed and your I's dotted. Right. Good preventive, preventive medicine, right? Okay. So one headache, you said, got to make sure you're following the guidelines on PPP and SBA. The second is no commingling of business and personal funds. Make sure you get that separate bank account. Right. What's another headache that entrepreneurs need to avoid? Well, this season with COVID, uh, for the first time ever that self-employed people were able to apply for unemployment and unemployment, although may help them, which is great that we had that ability. I highly recommend that they had withheld taxes while they were receiving that um, unemployment. Once again, for pre- preventative measures so that you're not slapped with extra taxes at the end, next year. 
So I highly recommend it to withheld at least 10 to 15% of what you're receiving and just leave it alone and put it on a savings um, money for your tax liability. And yeah. so are, are we going to be taxed on that unemployment money on both a state and federal level, or does it depend on the state? What, is that, what does that look like? It will depend on the state. Um, typically, unemployment is only taxed on the state level, but because COVID's laws and rules are changing dynamically every day, um, we won't know until November, maybe December, as to what they decide to land on for self-employed people. Because we never, you know, as a self-employed person, you never paid into unemployment. Now all of a sudden, you've got this money that got to you. I like to err on the unconscious and have you be prepared to have the funds in case you have to pay it back or be taxed on it, then not have it. Okay. Does that okay. make sense? Oh, of course, absolutely. Otherwise, I'm paying for my taxes on a credit card. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Oh man, I've never done that, but that would be painful. Um, so what are some other challenges, headaches that uh, solopreneurs need to avoid during this time? Well, the other thing that you can really maximize is, especially if you've got the funds to, um, to from SBA loan to be able to do is, is to truly invest in your business. This is a good time to take a good look at what's working or what's not working regarding your bookkeeping or your tax situation and work with a professional um, another great resource would be to work with a business coach or a marketing coach to help them grow their business so that um, this is a time where we're, we're kind of in limbo a little bit. We're busy, maybe not so busy, um, but truly take the time to um, focus on your business during this time. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, there's one last thing that I want to make sure that people hear because I, from the very beginning, have had somebody doing my bookkeeping and somebody doing my taxes because I felt like, I just felt like it was safer. I felt like it was more professional. Number one, I hate, I hate Liz doing money and tax stuff. Uh, The other day uh, I went through the, an assessment called the Berkman assessment. Okay. And it talks through about all your interests in life. And I think one of my lowest interests it said was numbers and like, money finance kind of stuff. And so I was like, oh my goodness, this is so great. I've never done, I'm fine with my personal finances, like no problem. It's more of just all the headache of business. Right, right. Are solopreneurs taking a risk by doing their own bookkeeping and taxes? Yes or no? Absolutely, yes. Are you saying that just because you do that? Well, you just you just explained how that would not work for you to do it, right? That's yeah. not your expertise you will miss out on really valuable um, deductions that you wouldn't have a clue to, to uh, maximize, right? right. That's, not, that's not your expertise. So yes, you do take a risk that one, you'll end up paying more taxes because you're not deducting enough or the right ones. And or you may be paying more taxes, uh, which you don't want to do either. <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Tell me about you for a minute here. Why? I mean, I'm going, why would someone ever want to get into bookkeeping and tax preparation? Well, I don't understand that. Like, how did you get into this? Well, I started early on um, helping my parents in their business. So balancing and numbers was something that was um, intriguing to me and found it to be a little, um, if I took your, the test you just explained, I probably would come up really high in that this is a, um, something I enjoy and I understand. How old were you when you started helping them? And what kind of business was it? 
I was in my teens, maybe 13 or so, junior high type of grade. Um, it was a catering and, and restaurant business, uh, realizing they needed help. Someone had to you know, at least show them how to do it. Or, 13 years old and you're doing <laughs> the books for your family's catering business. Did, yeah. did they... Like, did they say, uh, can you help us? Like, they just weren't, you know, savvy in with numbers or? Well, um, my, uh, my mother, it was my mother's business. Primarily, she was a driver. Um, and she had this box full of receipts. And they had someone that would come in and would go through all the receipts while they were tr- paying her, paying that person. And finally says, I, I can tally up those receipts and tell you those are all your expenses. And then these other stack of receipts, those are all the income you got. Okay, so now we can do figure out how much you're really making. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. Wow, at 13. Amazing. And then how did that um, translate as you kind of continued in life? Well, I've worked in banking software companies. Uh, I really went more in the analytical side of stuff because I like numbers and, and, um, and, and analysis. Um, that's what I did on my earlier and worked with a lot of software companies, um, data management and uh, um, just data mining, if you will, bank software, um, bookkeeping software back when it was really awful, <laughs> but now it's much better. Um, so that kind of evolved. That evolved through the years. And then I decided I'm going to um, do taxes and I'm gonna check, take a class and see if this is something I like and realize I like it. And for a little while, I stopped doing it because I got busy with do, raising kids and had, you know, doing other things. And then I went back to it when I realized, oh, my gosh, they're charging so much money to do taxes. And it's really not that hard. And why, especially solopreneurs who don't have a lot to, you know, they're not coming in with tons of boxes of stuff. So when I, I worked with a commercial, very brief period of a big commercial tax firm that I'll leave, I won't say what, who they unnamed. are. Unnamed. Unnamed and realized um, that wasn't fair. It wasn't fair to the client. Um, I didn't feel anyway. So that's how I started. I mean, it's been now over five years doing it on my own. And then um, just organically, people would come to me and say, what are you doing? And I said, I'm going to do taxes. And I'm like, great, I'm going to start a new business. And I'm, I'm a masseuse and I don't have any uh, a business or I don't have this or that. It's great. You're the perfect client. <laughs> it's wonderful. Yeah. So amazing. Okay. Uh, what do you enjoy the most about working? I know you like the numbers itself, but what do you like the most about owning your own tax and, you know, bookkeeping business? Well, I love the freedom right, of, of being able to do a business that you enjoy and that you like. And then I love helping someone um, have their business run and manage um, well so that they could do what they truly enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wouldn't be able to be as successful as you are doing what you're doing, but I would love to help you be successful so you don't have to do what I do, right? That's <laughs> brilliant. People. So that's the way, that's how it's translated and it really um, it's a win-win, and that feels good. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. You are also, uh, people should know, a triathlete. Yes. <laughs> How did yeah. you get into this? <laughs> and I mean, you know, and you're no spring chicken here. All right, Liz, yes. you know, and you're, you're, you're doing amazing things. Yes, I started about five years ago. I was already c- cycling and doing a lot of miles and... I went across the friend and said, I would love to work, ride with a group. And they said, 
you should check out this group. They're a, it's a um, predominantly female triathlete group and see what you think. And I was like, oh, no, I'm never doing a triathlon. I'm triathlon and that's just not what I'm going to do. So it's been about five to six years now. And um, fast forward to, yes, I do truly enjoy it. Swim, bike, run is a lot more fun than just riding, although riding is my specialty. Um, and it's been fun. It's, I really enjoy it, yes. And how many triathlons have you uh, competed in? I have done, um, I don't know, maybe 10 or so of, of the Olympic distances. Um, last year was my first half Ironman, which is a 70.3. And this year, with COVID, all of my races got canceled. So it's been a rough year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is really tough. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mentioned to people in our opening that uh, we actually work together. And um, I wanted to just take a minute toward the end of our time um, to ask what, before we started working together, what were you trying to do and what, what were you experiencing in the process? Well, when I was, um, when I first started working with you is that I was really stressed. I was stressed and I was feeling really overwhelmed, um, really bad at marketing. So uh, when I reached out, I hearing you talk to other people, following you in your podcast and seeing how um, you're helping clients and giving great um, information, I really realized, you know, I really need to do this. This would help my business. And in doing so, it really has freed me up um, to think about um, truly how to grow the business, but also giving me the confidence that I needed to, to help me um, move forward with the, um, doing the business. But I, I, I was kind of um, all over the place, you know, not my expertise, right? <laughs> sure, 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 yeah. sure. Yeah. And, uh, and I'd let people know you have been working full time at a full-time job and doing tax and preparation as well, which is very common. You know, as people are growing a business, it's oftentimes something that they're doing on the side until it can grow into a full-time, you know, uh, endeavor. Uh, and so that makes it very difficult. Like you said, you felt scattered. That's a pretty normal feeling when you're trying to balance all of these different responsibilities. Yeah. So true. Very, very, it's very true. What's it, what's it been like, working with me over the, the last few months. What's that like? If people, you know, people are kind of wondering like, who is this guy? What's he all about? Yeah. Well, you've helped me really um, be focused and, and really um, tap into that. I'm doing the right thing. I'm in the right lane to do my business. And you're a great encourager. I really appreciate your patience, um, your knowledge of pointing me in the right direction when I'm feeling like I'm totally stressed out or kind of help bring me back. It's like, it's okay. It's going to be fine. Um, you're quite um, a true coach um, of really in, in encouraging someone to, you know, take that, that dip, you know, go do, go, you could do that triathlon, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yes, you, um, you definitely are an encourager and I truly appreciate um, uh, and entrust when, when you do push me and give me that nudge to, to take the next steps, which has been really good. So fun. Well, yeah. I love what you're doing and uh, I love you're growing and uh, we're growing together and it's yeah. super fun to watch you do that. Thank you. So if people want to work with you, um, I know you offer a free consultation where you'll spend a few minutes on the phone with them just to understand their business or what they're trying to accomplish. Um, what do you, what do you do during that consultation time? So I will, I do a 20 minute um, tax and bookkeeping assessment with the client just to get understanding of what their needs are, 
where their pain points are and see how I can help them. Um, truly, uh, my, our goal is always to help them save money, right, and reduce their tax liability. Um, I promise to listen to them and see where really where the pain points are so that I can um, assist them. Not everyone, as you know, is, is the perfect client, um, but I definitely would like to talk with someone to see if we are a fit or how we can put them in the right direction if they just need some fine-tuning. You know, yeah, that, and especially yeah. female entrepreneurs, business owners, and solopreneurs. That's kind of your sweet spot and people that you yes. love to, to work with. Absolutely. Good, yes. good, good. And so where can they reach out to you and schedule a time to book a call? Sure, they can go to our website. It's called taxtime365.com. And you can go to the contacts page. So it's taxtime365.com slash contact and schedule a time. And I'll be happy to speak with them. That's awesome, Liz. I appreciate this. This is timely advice for any business owner. Can I also ask you a question? Do you also do taxes for individuals, not just business people? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So if somebody's listening and they're going, Hey, I've got, you know, I'd love for somebody to just do my taxes. You're yeah, open absolutely. to doing that as well. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Taxtime365.com. I love that URL. Super easy yeah. um, slash contact. And you can book a time to connect with Liz. All right. Thank you so much, Liz, for taking Thank some you. time educating us. Thank you very much. Great to be here. Hey, congrats on listening to another episode of Inspiration Rising. Why congrats? Because you're pouring education and inspiration into your mind and heart. And that's something we all need if we're going to grow our businesses and reach our goals in life. Now, if you enjoy Inspiration Rising, do us a favor. Share it with a friend. Take a screenshot of your favorite episode and text it to them. Tell them to search for Inspiration Rising on their favorite podcast app and click subscribe. And if you haven't already, be sure to sign up for Inspo Text. That's our daily inspirational text messages. Just text me right now at 949-401-6090. That's 949-401-6090. Just say, hey, Dave, what's up? You'll get an automated reply with a link where you can add yourself as a contact. And of course, you can always unsubscribe. I want you to know today that you're inspired, empowered, and loved. Not because of the way you feel or what anyone else says about you, but because that's your true identity. Mm -hmm.